Hey, I am Jess, and I'm obsessed with all things nutrition, science, and helping you navigate this information while maintaining a deep sense of peace and empowerment in your body. I'm a registered dietitian who started out with an eating disorder and then fell in love with learning about how God intricately designed our bodies to be resilient and so much more than superficially beautiful. I am now a mama who loves to be healthy, not because of how it makes me look, but because of how it has transformed the energy I can give to my family, my friends, and you. On this show, we hit on real talk around the latest nutrition science and body image resiliency, all while balancing it between grit and grace. Think of this as your weekly audio copy to encourage your empowered eating journey. This is the Fuel Her Awesome podcast. Hey friend, welcome to February. How is your year going? I hope it's off to a roaring start. And if it's anything like my year and a lot of the women I'm working with, it is. Like we hit the ground running after the holidays because we have these new ideas, these visions. We want this to be the year that we do something different. And oftentimes that leads to like a lot of energy being poured out in January. And then coming into February, we think, okay, How are we going to sustain this? And so if you're feeling like that, I'm really glad you're here today because we are kicking off a fall in love with series. So over the next four weeks, we're going to be hitting on some major topics in nutrition and body image and talking about how we can actually fall in love with these agenda items. Because here's the deal. When we're working on these big changes and we want this to be the year, yes, we come in, you know, guns a-blazing in January, ready to go. But the reality is we have to make it sustainable in order for it to actually be the year that we see things through. And there's no better way to do that than to actually fall in love with what we're doing, to fall in love with a journey, to fall in love with the process. And so that's what we're going to doing this month. You ready for it? We're going to figure out how to fall in love with some of the key pieces that are going to keep us going and make this our healthiest year yet. So I'm really, really glad you're here this month. Let me walk you through what we're going to be talking about the next four weeks. So today we're talking about discipline. And if you tuned in just a few weeks ago, we talked about the difference between discipline and rigidity and how those are two very different things. And so if you haven't listened to that one, I want you to jump back a few weeks and grab that episode because that's really important to maintain as we push forward and talk about discipline because I don't want any of you getting rigid on me. <laughs> that, that's the old stuff. That's the old disordered thinking, the way we used to be, and we're not going back to that. So instead, we're going to step forward with discipline. So that's what we'll be hitting on today. Next week, we're going to be talking about raising empowered eaters, how we can fall in love with teaching the next generation about food and loving our body. Then we're going to be talking about protein. Y'all know I love protein. I just can't talk about it enough, but this actually came from a listener. She was asking some questions about the difference between collagen and whey protein. And you know, I thought, well, let's just do another episode on it. So we'll hit on some protein power there. And then the last week we'll be talking about body image why you need to fall in love with taking care of your body regardless of how it looks. So I'm really excited to hit on these with you guys. If you have any questions along the way, shoot me a message. A lot of these episodes that I'm going to be bringing to you this month, they came from listeners who shot me a message and gave had really good questions. And I thought, you know what? This is a great question. Let's actually answer it on the show. So if you're one of those and you've got a question for Jess, please send it over my way. Sound good? I'm just going to thank you in advance because I really love when y'all send me questions. (laughs) 
Okay, before we dive into this week's topic, which was prompted by a listener's question, just a couple of things. This month or last month, I actually launched something new. I opened up discovery calls. I found that a lot of listeners were not really knowing what their next step should be, whether they should do the Empowered Eating course. Now I've got this 30-day boot camp. You can also work with me one-on-one. And they just weren't quite sure what to do next or if empowered eating was exactly what they needed. And so I opened up these things called discovery calls where y'all can hop on just a 15 minute phone call with me where we get to know each other and I help you figure out what would be the best fit for you. And I just got to tell you, I have loved this. I have gotten to meet so many of you and it's bridged this gap between this microphone and the earbuds you are listening on. So if you have any of those thoughts where you're like, I don't know what to do next. I know this is the year I want to make a big difference, but I don't know how, and I don't know where to start. Would you grab a 15 minute phone call with me? I would love to get to know you personally and figure out how we can take those steps in your journey. And yeah, I mean, there's no better way than to talk it through with someone. I've recently done this for myself in hiring a new coach and sitting down with him, setting my goals and just having someone else here from an outside perspective helps you find clarity. Sometimes we just need to talk it through. So I would love to be that person for you. You guys can find the link for that free discovery call in the show notes or just on the homepage on my website, jessbrownrd.com. Hey friend, you know I'm always saying cheers and happy eating. Well, today I wanna to invite you to literally cheers me with one of my favorite beverages. That is Polar Joe Protein Cold Brew. If you haven't tried this yet, you are definitely going to want to take advantage of their $1 deal. You can try out my absolute favorite beverage, which is a high quality New Zealand whey protein powder mixed with coffee all in one delicious cup. You can try it out today for just a dollar. Head on over to jessbrownrd.com, click on shop, or just look at the show notes and click on the link below. We can literally cheers and have some happy eating together. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Okay, let's dive in. Let's start and kick off this fall in love with series. Now, (laughs) I did tell you that this topic was prompted by a listener who sent me a question, but then it was reinforced by some of my own experiences this month. I have been so unmotivated. I'm pretty disciplined about going to the gym, but I gotta tell you, I am just not motivated right now. And I went to bed the other night. I'm crawling in bed, setting my alarm. I look at the workout the night before because the gym I go to, they post it. And so I'm looking at the workout going, ugh, I don't wanna go. (laughs) Like This just doesn't sound fun. I'm whining about it. And my husband, he gets all intense. Sometimes he gets this look in his eye. He's like, just some background on him. He's a cop. He was on the SWAT team for about 10 years. And every once in a while, like I see that intensity (laughs) in him. And all of a sudden he gets that way with me and he looks at me and he goes, oh, come on, babe. Anybody can do something when they're motivated. It's the days you're not that count. (laughs) I was like, okay, yes, sir. But I thought, you know, he's not wrong. I think so many of us really struggle with mustering up motivation. And when I had time to sit back and reflect, I realized the reason I was unmotivated to go to the gym was because I was actually putting a lot of energy in other places. So I have some some really big goals with the podcast that I'm kind of doing behind the scenes right now. And I've got some big goals with my family. I've got some big goals with my uh, my own career and my education. So I was getting some of that lined up. So for the past few weeks, I have been pouring my energy into these new things. And so when I when I looked at the bigger picture, I thought, 
well, no wonder I'm not motivated to go to the gym. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. (laughs) I'm doing all these other things. And this is actually something I see a lot in the girls I work with. Girls. I call them the girls, the ladies, the women, (laughs) all the women I work with. They're pulled in so many different directions. They have careers, they have families, they have pets, they have a ton of responsibilities. And then they're wondering why they're not motivated to do some of the things we talk about or why the motivation doesn't last very long. And I just look at them and I'm thinking, well, no wonder you're not, you're tired. (laughs) You're doing so many other things. You're chasing big goals at work. You're chasing little children. Maybe you're not getting adequate sleep. There's so much going on in your world Like you just don't have the capacity to have a high, high motivation to do some of these things. Now, with that being said, just because we don't have the motivation doesn't mean we can't learn the power of discipline and how to fit it in. But I think it helps like understanding and like looking at the bigger picture of why we might not be motivated can help us just feel a little bit better. Like nothing's wrong with you. You're not crazy. You're not lazy. You just are putting your energy in a lot of other places. And I had to realize that for myself this last month. I'm not lazy. It's not that I've hit a you know major rut with the gym. It's just that I have been focusing my energy in other places. And at the same time, I know y'all want to get in the gym. I know y'all want to make changes with food. And so that's why we're talking about discipline. And so in the words of my husband, <laughs> yeah, anyone can do something when they're motivated. But we don't have, the reality is we're not going to have motivation for all these things that we're working on. So therefore we need to learn the power of discipline. So let's talk about three ways that you can actually like move past motivation, not whether you have it or not, here are ways we can actually start implementing discipline. So number one is some background work. We have to know your why. Y'all know I am such an advocate for knowing your values, rooting yourself in those values, and determining how your health fits into those values. Health is actually not one of my core values, but the way I see it is it's it's an opportunity for me to live out my values deeper when I maintain my health. I think of health kind of like I think of finances. Our health is something that we have been gifted and we have a responsibility to steward, just like my money. The money that I have is something God has given me and it's my responsibility to steward it well. So whether your health is one of your core values or not, I share that because I think a lot of us want health to be a core value, but many of us, for many of us, it's not. And that's okay. That's totally okay. And yet we can figure out how our health is still tied into our values by stewarding it well and seeing how that allows us to live out more energetically for the things that we do value in our life. So if you haven't done the values work yet, um, there's a few different things you can do. You can, if you're in the Empowered Eating course, we actually have a whole program or a whole module on this where we walk through identifying your values and some reflection questions on how to tie that back into your health. So if you're in there, go back to that module, revisit it, reassess your values. Oftentimes our values can shift and change depending on the season. I know for me in the last couple of years, one of my core values has shifted to be fun. It didn't used to be because I was in a different season, but now the season I'm in with my kids, fun is a core value in my life and my family's life. So you can go through the module. If you're not in the Empowered Eating course, come on in it, (laughs) you can get started. Or, Or spend about 15, 20 minutes looking at your life from a bird's eye view 
and determine what are the top three to five things I find most important to me. Spend some time, journal it, reflect it, and get really clear on what those five things are. Name them. Another way to get connected to your why is create a vision board. I'm a huge fan of vision boards. I love doing this with the clients I work with. I personally do this because I think sometimes it's hard for us to set like specific goals. Of course, there there are some goals we will set, but when we're looking at something as big as changing our health and our relationship with food and exercise, it's more than just like, I will exercise three times a week, right? <laughs> like it's bigger than that. We need a clear vision with images and feelings. And sometimes words are hard. Sometimes it's hard to actually put that into like a smart goal template. <laughs> and so we just need the pictures in front of us. Alrighty, friend, that's number one. Step one into implementing discipline is know your why. Get rooted in those values. Step two is know your direction. Know where you are going. When you are working to implement discipline and doing the hard thing, doing something on the days you don't want to, you got to know where you're going. You got to know what the end goal is and you've got to be able to see that and feel that. Maybe that's on your vision board. Maybe it's a date. Where are you going and why? If I take a look at my little gym situation and my lack of motivation, the truth is I didn't know where I was going with the gym. I don't have any competitions. I don't have any body composition goals. I don't have like any, I really don't have any specific goals in the gym. So no wonder I wasn't feeling super motivated. The reality is I am in a maintenance mode at the gym. I'm going daily and I want to implement discipline because I want to maintain the awesome feeling I have in my body right now and how strong I feel. Hey, guess what? That is, that, that's a thing. That's a destination. I now know where I'm going. I'm not feeling like I need to go there and PR or push myself to an extreme level. No, like I just need to show up and do the best I can and have a little fun along the way. And now I can be satisfied with that. I can, I can feel that that is enough and a win, but I had to get clear on where I wanted to go. And so for you with some of your goals, where is it that you want to go? And if it's a really, really big goal, can you break it up so that you have these milestones along the way? I think so much of the motivation is lost because we we don't know where we're going or the goal feels really, really far away. And so we get discouraged. Take some time to figure out where you're going with this, why you want to implement the discipline, and that's going to keep you going along the way. Okay, so we got one and two. Number three, here's how we're going to solidify your new level of discipline. That is get emotional about it. Yep. I said it, get emotional about it. I don't know about you, but I am a highly, highly emotional person. I mean, if somebody is sitting across from me I, and they cry, I cry with them. I'm an empath crier. If I watch movies and someone is getting hurt, I feel the pain, even though it's not real, <laughs> it's in a movie, but I can just feel things so deeply. And most all the women I know and I work with, and my guess is you, you are also someone that has pretty big and deep emotions. And if you don't, you got them locked away somewhere. So I, I would put money on the fact that you got them locked away <laughs> and they're, you're just a little intimidated by them. It's okay, friend. We're going to make friends with our emotion today because tapping into the emotional side of ourselves is actually a really powerful way to implement a level of discipline that can be sustained throughout the entire year. 
I recently read this awesome book. It's actually on business. It's by a man named Patrick Bet David. But he he's talking about business, but I thought it was really actually applicable to our health journey. He has this statement, and I want you to think about this uh, through the lens of your health. So he wants you to fill in the blank. He says, I will overcome this because, fill in the blank, I have to overcome this because, fill in the blank. And I thought this was a really powerful couple of sentences because what it does is it it puts our goal or our objective into this, this whole realm with emotion behind it. It's like, I will and I have to. Suddenly it's not just about I want to, it's I will and I have to. And now we're, we're invested, we're emotionally bought in to what we are doing. You can play around with different verbs in this these two sentences and see which one feels best. So you could say, I will succeed because, I have to succeed because, I will grow because, I have to grow because, I will keep going because, I have to keep going because. I love the combination of these two sentences because it combines your will, which is a little bit of the motivation side, but then it pulls in the emotion, I have to. Like this is something that I cannot walk away from and is so deeply important to me because this is taking your why to a whole deeper level. It's pulling into the emotional side of why we continue to show up even when we're frustrated, even when we're tired. I would also venture to say this is why we probably get mad at ourselves when we don't follow through or we feel like we let ourselves down. It's because we have this pressure, we have this emotional attachment as to why we want this new goal, this new outcome, there's a deeper reason. So I believe that pulling emotion in can be a really powerful ignition behind accomplishing some of our goals. But I wanted to check this out with some of my my colleagues because I thought, you know, this is something that resonates with me, but am I on the right track? So I reached out to one of my psychologist friends. Her name is Dr. Crotwell, and I was real honest with her, and I'm gonna be real honest with you guys. When I think back to some of my transitions in life to where I actually implemented a higher level of discipline, I made those changes for lots of reasons, but if I'm being totally honest, one of the main drivers and the thing that kept me committed was that I had like an emotional insecurity, maybe not insecurity, but it was something that somebody said about me or something I noticed about myself that I didn't like. So like at one point, I remember somebody told me that I (laughs) I was going to be incompetent if I never got a master's degree that I was never going to make a certain amount of money. And that really, really stirred up some emotion in me. And so it sparked an urgency to actually get a master's degree. And of course that wasn't the only reason, but there was that one piece that like ignited this kind of like anger in me. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to show this person that I can do it and I'm going to get my master's while I'm working. It pushed me to a higher level. When I think of the time when I was trying to implement, not when I was trying, when I did implement discipline and getting up early and going to the gym, even though I was tired, this had to do with also a little bit of something that someone said about me. I heard someone say that being a new mom means you just let yourself go. And that, that sparked some emotion in me. I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to let myself go. And so it bothered me. So in the morning, I remember setting my alarm for four o'clock and being very tired but I could hear that voice in my head that I didn't want 
to come true about me. So it was this emotional tug that got me to develop this discipline to start waking up at 4 a.m. and going to the gym. And it wasn't always just like a positive reinforcement, right? Like some of it was this negative emotion that I wanted to avoid. So I reached out to Dr. Crotwell and I asked her for her two cents. And here's what she said. Implementing discipline for action is actually one of the primary functions of emotions, both positive and negative. These emotions serve a purpose and the goal is to tap into the energy that they provide. So the intensity of the emotion, it matters. And this is the rationale for coaches when they ask their clients to tap into their why, which is what we're doing here, right? Tapping into our values, getting connected to our why. So generally speaking, negative emotions are going to move us away from something. Think about fear in this case. Positive emotions are going to move us towards something. So for example, love comes to mind. The important thing is to channel the energy from these emotions to be in line with our values. So in my example, anger was the emotion that I felt when somebody said I wasn't going to amount to much without a master's degree or that as a mom, I would let myself go. Like that made me anger, but I use that for good. So it was channeled appropriately. However, we need to be cautious because if we're not directing this emotion for the good, it can also be destructive. So for example, like when we have bitterness or resentment, which I think a lot of us can feel when we are working on health goals, maybe we're jealous of other people. We feel bitter because we don't have the time we want. Like some of those emotions may not be the best to tap into. Overall, my friend, our emotions serve very valuable functions, including that for getting us to implement discipline. What's most important is that we channel the energy appropriately. I think for the most part, finding a positive emotion as a motivator would be a better way to get going. It would be a more positive path to walk on because holding on to anger or fear for too long is something that eats at us. And you know, I think when I look back, those were a part of what prompted me to take some of those steps to get my master's degree or to wake up early in the morning, but they're really not what sustained me. Over time, I let those things go and I I actually just realized getting a master's degree was going to be something that served me for the long run. And you know, I was thankful that person said that to get me started, but ultimately I I wanted that for me and getting up in the morning. Yes, it bugged me and it irritated me that somebody said that about new moms and, and projected that on me. Like, like that was my destiny. Sure. It made me mad. And at the same time, I had other reasons and emotional ties to getting up early and going to the gym. And that was that I wanted to be a certain kind of mom. I wanted to have a certain kind of energy as a wife. I wanted to have the, a certain physical capacity to carry out my day. So the emotions weren't just negative, but I think all in all, what we can see is every emotion matters. And I think we try to separate ourselves from our emotions sometimes, but when we can actually channel them for the good, we can pull them in as something that gets us literally out of bed at 4 a.m. in my case, or, or drives us to do something that is really, really hard. Okay, so let's recap here. We talked about three ways to start implementing discipline as you work towards some of these goals that maybe you set in January and now we're trying to take it for the long haul because we're in February now. <laughs> Number one, know your why. Get connected to your values and grow roots in that. Number two, know where you're going. What's your direction with this goal and why are you going there? What are the pit stops along the way? What are the mile markers that you will celebrate? 
Where are you going? And then number three, get emotional about it. That's two, those two sentences that I want you to fill in. If you do anything today, I want you to complete these two sentences. I will overcome this because, and I have to overcome this because. Okay, after you have this down, I want you to get clear on where you are going to implement discipline this month. Maybe it is with your movement. Maybe your discipline is learning how to take a rest day. Maybe your discipline is learning how to eat certain foods that maybe they're not, they don't taste as good as donuts, but you know they're getting the fiber in that your body really needs. Whatever that next level of discipline is for you, I want you to think about it. Get those two, the emotionally rooted statements, get those written somewhere that you can see and start taking action. Whether you're motivated or not, when we have the emotion tied into it, we have the why and we know where we are going, we can keep going. If you want a little help on working out some of these steps, maybe you need some more information on how to build discipline into your fuel plan. Maybe you're trying to figure out some of the missing pieces of that puzzle. I would love to hop on a discovery call with you. Snag that 15 minutes and let's talk through how you are going to make this the year. Cheers, my friend, and happy eating. Gosh, I'm so glad you joined me today. If today encouraged you, would you take a minute and encourage me by leaving a review for the show? I read every single one of these reviews and your words, they mean so much to me. This podcast is here to support you weekly, but it only scratches the surface. To learn more on how you can become an empowered eater, snag my free workshop, how to eat intuitively and hit your goals without obsessing over food at jessbrownrd.com. Don't forget to join me right here next Monday where I cannot wait to fuel your awesome. Cheers, my sweet friend, and happy eating.